before this uh, pandemic started in, I think, Jan end of January or something, uh, I decided, you know, kind of New Year's resolution style that this would be my year of therapy. Mm, um, okay. And kind of going back in and dealing with childhood traumas and mm. um, things that have kind of been there this whole time that, you know, now I'm finally going to kind of go back in and dig it all up and get some professional guidance and mm. really kind of work, work it through. Yes. Um, and which was really good timing because when this pandemic happened, then the lady that I'm working with, you know, has been very helpful in terms of dealing with anxiety and, mm. you know, all these things that we're experiencing now. Mm -hmm. So, but she is, so my question has to do with uh, kind of um, juxtaposing what I'm learning with her mm. uh, with what you're saying. So here's my question. So she, uh, on the topic of trauma, uh, childhood traumas or any kind of trauma, um, uh, what ends up happening is you go into a fight and flight, fight or flight kind of state when you've been traumatized and sort of your power has been taken away um, and you're in sort of like a panicky, a heightened kind of emotional uh, response anytime that particular experience is triggered in you again, you know, so healing it. So what I'm learning from her is that healing and what happens when you're in that fight and flight um, state is she, she, how she describes it is you kind of become disembodied. Mm. You kind of leave the present, you're, you leave your own presence and you're no longer kind of present in yourself and you're kind of spir your emotions are kind of taking hold and you're spiraling in them. Mm. And so a lot of what she's doing is like on the topics that for me were traumatic, we'll talk through them and she's teaching me how to become aware when I'm experiencing sort of emotional acceleration around a topic mm -hmm. and how to stay in my body and to stay embodied mm -hmm. as that's happening. And so for me, it feels a lot kind of like getting to um, learn how to be more with myself, more wholly and more fully with all the components of myself. Um, and that see it's and I'm sure it's not, I'm sure you're going to tell me how it's not contradictory, um, but it seems contradictory to this idea of, um, letting go of the eye. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. I'm curious, I'm curious. Yeah. No, first of all, uh, I mean, I'm going to tell you it's contradictory. <laughs> so, so, so your intuition, your intuition is somewhat correct. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and, and more specifically, let me say this. Um, it, it, there's something very interesting. There, there's ways in which one can proceed with addressing uh, various experiences that we've had that we would not have preferred to have or that we're having and would prefer not to have. Yeah. Uh, certainly, um, you know, from a, if we were going to go categorical, uh, Western uh, psychology and uh, therapeutic practices have often called one to say, you need to be more here with like in the body, you need to be present for that experience. Mm -hmm. um, I think that is something that is actually shared, meaning uh, whether East or West, that like, yes, I, I need to be here, meaning not run away or retreat from, uh, cover up or try to hide from what I'm experiencing, right? Um, mm -hmm. On some level, um, that for me would be a, um, 
that would be more harmful to, to, to hide or run away. Here's where, uh, for you, Krista, uh, what you've explained, and many people have, have raised this question of, of this kind of uh, contradiction, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, the focus on dealing with the issue specifically necessitates as a, as a process that I be more uh, in my body and when I say that, meaning it requires a great deal more of involvement uh, with the senses. One, because uh, under the theory or auspices that this trauma is stuck in my body, right? Like literally there's something stuck. It's stuck in my memory. Yeah. I need to clean that up. So that means I have to think about it. Then I have those symptoms again. And then I have to learn like to do something, not to have those responses, whether it's acid stomach, headaches, migraines, all these things, right? So that, yeah. uh, and that apparently can be effective and is effective for some people. What we're talking about here in satsang is, okay, uh, there is that approach, but then there is this other approach that is, uh, well, a term that I use is called co-present, that I can acknowledge all of these things that have happened to me and that I had preferred that they not, and that they hurt me in this way or that, but I can also acknowledge that there's something else that was present even when those things happened to me or if they're happening to me now, that is seemingly untouched by that. And when I say that I have been harmed or traumatized, I can say very specifically point to a sensory point of data, um, a bad memory, a bad feeling, a bad physical, actually something physical that I feel, right? I can always point to something very tangible that brings me uh, more into that state and therefore makes my focus more on that phenomenal experience rather than the fullness of both those phenomenal experiences and also this other something else that is, I'm also experiencing that is not harmed by that. Mm -hmm. It's aware of all this, you see? And yeah. so what we're saying now is, don't deny those things, but maybe, perhaps, if we can see the fullness of what I really am and what I am not mm. together, that then these experiences that seem like boulders in our life will naturally become like pebbles on a sandy beach. They're still there, I still notice them, but they just don't have the impact mm -hmm. that they have when I am not able to acknowledge as equally something else that I'm also experiencing, even in the moment of what I would call trauma. So then the trauma experience is instructive in, because it is so, they are so big, and they do affect so much of what feels like you. Mm -hmm. um, it is, because they're so big, it's sort of illustrating to us what this other underlying self is even more so. Yeah, and I, I think that's perfectly correct. And I just wouldn't say this other self. It is what's co-present. The yes. true co-present, the, the unaffected self. Or the, yes, right. Yeah. And so in our lives, as we continue to deal with traumas, Krista, we then begin to ask ourselves, uh, even from a purely uh, sensory experience, what feels better? That when I'm, when I'm uh, in these things, remembering them, going over them, trying to undo them, or 
when I'm able to observe that these things have happened within my consciousness, but know and start to get a feel for in a real way, not just hypothetically, that like, wow, there's something that has already transcended that even in the moment that it happened. Mm -hmm. There's something that just is able to be, record all of this. And again, we're not talking about the brain because we can look at that and we can take the brain apart and say left, right, and all this other stuff. Analytical, creative, like talking about what kind of chemicals are happening, all this stuff. And so rather than engage in more physicality that would tend to explain what I'm experiencing as a result of the trauma, a bigger question, a more sweeping root level question is saying, where is the trauma actually happening? Where is it happening? Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that it happened, but where is it actually happening? Because you Mm -hmm. say, well, I witnessed this. It happened to what? Me. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're challenging. Not that those things happened, not that they weren't on, uh, that they were displeasurable, but are they really happening to you in such a way that you have to carry it or need help getting rid of it? Or yeah. is there something already here that can just say, yeah, that's true, but also there's something else here too. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, it's something that is, uh, um, for most of us, I mean, we've lived several decades uh, with a strong sense of personhood and that everything is personal and that is happening to me and you did this to me. And, and, you know, that reinforcement on the thought level is very powerful because then we're like, I can't escape this because how does one escape one's thoughts? Mm-hmm. So again, I'm getting ahead of uh, where we'll be heading in these thought songs, but like, uh, again, we'll start to unhinge the coordinates, I guess, of the trauma. And then as it's completely unhinged, then we'll get to see how does that land with me? Like how, how, how does this affect me now, now that I can see it in its fullness, my entire experience of, of what I am, not who I am, because the who I am is part of, the identity that's just, hey, you can't do this to me. I'm your mother, I'm your wife, I'm your da da da. You did this, you did this, I experienced this, I don't deserve this, I'm African American, why am I treated this way? All of that stuff mm-hmm. begins to really, the volume goes way, way, way down. Mm-hmm. And as that volume goes down, this other co presence really presents itself to the point where the work goes away, meaning you have an experience and right away, this consciousness meets it and it's just like, okay, yeah, that's it. We're, we're done with that. Yeah. That's stung a little bit. Um, but me, myself, as I really am, I can't say that I am hurt, traumatized, whatever. Um, but that takes time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. 